I wanted to talk to you about an article I wrote recently for BMRA, which is the Building Materials Reuse Association. I've gotten more involved with that organization recently um, through some of the work uh, that we've been doing with the volunteer organization, Lean Portland. We've been do helping out with Restore and a place called the Rebuilding Center, and which are based on um, the, the idea of bringing in materials out of buildings and reusing them and reselling them and using that money to help their mission. So um, I met uh, one of the, uh, the executive director who now is running BMRA through uh, the, our initial discussions at Restore. And he pulled me in and said that this is uh, an area they'd like to pursue and think there's opportunity to try to be more lean and more efficient with what they're doing. And he wanted to know if I could put on a webinar and also put an, an article together to um, promote that. So I wrote an article on the website. It's called, Will Process Improvement Methods from Manufacturing Work with Reuse? So you can check out the link to that article, but I'm basically gonna read it out to you if you don't have the time to read it or would prefer the podcast method, which I personally like instead of reading articles any, anymore. So I'll read through it. Um, and then also the, I mentioned a webinar on March 25th, uh, myself and Matt Horvat and I think Chris Larson from the Rebuilding Center are gonna be talking about how lean is being applied and things that they're trying to do to improve the flow and the efficiencies inside of the store to sell more materials and, and receive in donations. So if you wanted to check that out, that's gonna be at 10 o'clock Pacific time on March 25th. Um, you can contact uh, I think you can go through the bmra.org website uh, or reach out to me and I can get you a link and a calendar invite for that. I'll probably also try to get that recorded and post that as well at a later time, but if you want to check it out live, that'd be cool too. All right, so here's the article. Most major corporations, especially those in manufacturing, have some type of improvement program they follow to save money, reduce inventory, and increase customer satisfaction. These programs fall under the popular terms such as Lean, Six Sigma, Continuous Improvement, or Operational Excellence. These approaches have been around for decades with a strong track record of success. When these programs are supported by top leadership in the organization and implemented with a focus on the long term, they can also engage employees, mitigate risks, improve safety, and improve sustainability. Over the past two decades, these approaches have also expanded outside of manufacturing into government agencies, banking, IT, education, law firms, healthcare, and even nonprofits. As these techniques find their way into new industries, there is always an initial pushback, such as, we don't make widgets, or we don't want to work in a factory, or this won't work in our organization. The resistance has some merits, but not fully based in reality. Yes, each industry must look at these techniques in a different way, and some tools and approaches work better than others. Adjustments must be made based on the market, processes, worker skills, laws, and customer needs of that industry. But most of these tools, techniques, and mindsets can be applied in some way to that industry with only slight adjustments. The same is true for the building reuse industry. Over the past two years, I've had the opportunity to learn about these nuances through my volunteer work with Lean Portland. We offer pro bono process improvement consulting to nonprofits in Portland, Oregon, Two of our current clients are in the reuse industry and they have been educating us on all the uniqueness and challenges they face. 
the first major challenge we encountered was dealing with the limitations of the supply chain. In most organizations you've worked with, or that we've worked with, the materials you need are purchased from a supplier. When you do not control that, the amount, frequency, or quality of the materials, you must design processes that are flexible and responsive, which takes time to develop and perfect. But aside from the supply chain, most of the concepts have been directly applicable to the work being done in reuse operations. In a car manufacturer like Toyota, the goal is to, make, is to take raw materials and purchase parts from suppliers to manufacture a vehicle as quickly as possible without an error. In healthcare, patients want to arrive at their appointment, be seen quickly by a qualified professional, get the correct diagnosis and treatment, and get back to their lives with the least amount of cost, pain, and disruption. In the reuse industry, the goal is to remove valuable lumber and materials from a building and get it back into a new building as quickly as possible. When accepting donations, the goal is to get a desired donation from the donor, receive the donation, evaluated, processed, priced, on display in the store or online, and sold and into the hands of the customer as quickly as possible. Time is a measure of success. In order to be fast, you must also have high quality, otherwise the process gets caught in a rework loop and it takes much longer and costs more money to complete. But many organizations don't evaluate or measure time from the customer's perspective. They look at their individual processes, such as checkout, or unloading a truck, or denailing wood, and incorrectly think that fast individual process steps will lead to a fast overall process for the customer. This is usually false. The big delays in most processes occur during the handoffs between the processes, not during the processes. If we observe and time the process to get one piece of lumber out of a building, process it, and get it into a store, it might take less than an hour of actual labor to complete the task. But if we measure the calendar time for the same piece of wood, it might be removed in July, processed in August, and into the store in September. An hour of labor that takes three months to become available to a customer is the proper way to look at the opportunities in this process. At Toyota, it takes about 18 hours of labor to make a car in their factory, but the car is completed within 30 days of when the work begins. This is a much better percentage. Besides the speed advantage, it also reduces their cash flow, as they are able to get paid by their customer shortly after paying their suppliers for the materials. Through practice, you will also be able to see the opportunities for improvement from the customer's perspe perspective. This will focus your organization towards concepts such as quick changeover, small batch work, visual management, daily huddles, data analysis, error-proofing, and checklists. On March 25th, 2019, at 1 o'clock Eastern Time, join myself and Matt Horvat as we will go much deeper into this topic with a webinar on lean principles applied to the reuse industry. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, thanks for your time.